to another episode of the perspective podcast i am joined by my good co-host tevin would it do well tevin's over over on that side tevin would it do ain't too much dog ain't too much uh getting ready to uh of course we're here uh getting ready to break down these uh eastern and western conference finals after a abysmal uh two game sevens uh some stinkers laid by the bucks they didn't really show up and of course i think we know that the suns didn't really show up at all but uh we're gonna get into it here but um what were your thoughts about the the last round uh some things kind of went haywire huh yeah uh kind of kind of went high i expected it but it was it was well. The West was good. The Western Conference was real good and real interesting. The East, uh, kind of the Philly series was kind of dull, but uh, Boston and Boston and Milwaukee brought it, so that was that was good. But you know, I'm I'm just I'm ready for the next series. Yeah, that's a fact. I, like immediately, like after we finished the last show, that's whenever the news came out about Joel and B having like a cracked face. And the concussion, oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so that's uh, so we I, I, we do apologize for, for missing that bit of news there. That news came out like literally after we finished recording uh, the the previous show, so we do apologize for that. However, um, I think that's exactly where we'll start. We'll start with Miami and uh, Philly. Um, that was a series ended in six games. Um, James Harden had one good game. I think that's fair. I think that I think that's I think that's really really fair. Um, he had a 30 point performance and then that was the, the last of James that we saw. Um, what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts in regards to, uh, that series there in between Philly and Miami? Well, you know, I picked uh, Philly in the upset. I thought Harden was going to like come out and be James Harden old since MB was out. I was like, all right, he's going to do his isolation. His, his step back jumpers. He's going to be driving and, you know, we're going to get that 35, 40 point James Harden, but we didn't get none of that. We got uh, we ain't get nothing from him. We got a a person who looked like they were just washed, out of shape, washed. Um, didn't really seem to care in some yeah. of the games like that. I was watching. I was like, man, like, do you even is he even trying out there trying to win, or he just out there to, to get a check? Right. Do he want to do he want to beat us? It was it was bad. His performance was terrible. I don't know. I don't know if it is due to because somebody brought this up to me they was like he remember he did have a hamstring injury last year so maybe he hadn't fully recovered from that so that's a could be a factor and that could have played a part in why he probably wasn't in the best shape this year and i was like okay i can see that but man if you out there like if you ain't healthy and you out there and you playing like that like you might as well just tell coach look i, I ain't got it you might need me want to put somebody else in <laughs> Because yeah. I'm doing more, because we're going to talk about another player who did the same thing, in my opinion. Like, you're doing more harm than, uh, than, yeah, than good than helping the team. So, you might need to sit it down. So, he, yeah, his performance was just – him playing like that just led to them not being able to, to win because MB was already compromised with his situation. So, he was already playing with half a, half a MB. Yep. So, hard needed to be the hard and the old and 
he was just an old Harden. It looked like, but an old man Harden, not right. Young. And, if it, and if this is and if this is really him, like the beginning of his decline, like it's just it's visible. It's crazy because it happened so fast. But once you look at it in totality, like okay, he has been in the league since two thousand what eight. This is year what 14, 15, 13, 14 for him. So it's like you should you ain't supposed to be the same player you was in year nine, eight or nine, and year fourteen. So it might just be a natural, you know, decline. But we see players playing longer and excelling at a high level playing longer that we just assume that everybody's supposed to be able to do that when it's probably probably just not possible to do that, you know. And on top of it, too, in regards to James Harden, um, he, di- he did look washed. I, w- I will say that. But what I will say is that, and a lot of people talk about his decline, right? James played a lot of minutes in Houston, a lot of minutes in, the, in, the, in his totality. If you look from like that Dwight Howard years, which was, what, 2013, 14, 14, 15? About 13, so- I think. Yeah, about 13. So from that point forward, he's been in the postseason every single year. So that's a lot of extra minutes. You know what I'm saying? So I will, I will give him that. He's played a lot of he's it's a lot of minutes on, on the body. Right. Now, in regards to him uh showing up out of shape and the hamstring, we can't say nothing about the hamstring. Nobody nobody has said anything. So I mean, hey, it is what it is. But yeah, um you you're definitely right. You know, uh I did pick I did pick the heat, the heat advanced, but the Sixers, they were already playing catch up the moment we found out that Joel was playing with a cracked face and possibly brain damage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this man's got right. a concussion, cracked face, brain damage. He's still out there <laughs> suiting up. And I feel like he still had a better game than, than James Harden with a cracked face. Like, you can't make this up. Like, you literally can't make it up. So, right. it's some, something has to get figured out in Philly. Um, I'm surprised. I will. I'm surprised how well the Miami Heat players played offensively. I figured uh, Philly would have would have came with it a, a bit more on the uh, defensive end. But uh, Miami's calling card is their defense. Everybody seems to be locked in. You know how it goes. Good defense, easier buckets on the opposite end, right? So right. that's that's just what it is. Um, and then over there on the the other matchup that was in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the the Celtics and the Bucks, uh, Celtics and the Bucks. That was, um, I think, I think that one lived up to the hype. I think that one did, uh, did pretty well. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disappointed in that series at all. I'm, oh. I'm kind of like this. Well, I'm kind of tired of seeing Milwaukee. Like, I feel like Milwaukee's <laughs> on national TV at least once a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Granted, they are the, the reigning NBA champions, but my goodness, it's so. It's hard watching them play basketball. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of Bucks games on TV this year. I ain't gonna lie, it was a lot. Yeah. So the Bucks, uh, they had no Chris Middleton. Um. So they're they're missing twenty plus twenty two plus points a game. Um. The others uh, did not really show, um, like they did in the playoffs last year. But of course, you know you have Chris Middleton that kind of he kind of pulls some of that attention away from uh, some of the other guy some of the other guys that had easier shots and um do you think the bucks need to retool or do they need to add do they need to um do they need to kind of reconstruct some things or you think they're 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 ready to roll 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 the ball back out next season uh, with what they got and then they can just bring it right on back um no i think they need to they gotta make some they gotta make some changes because 
they need help offensively, especially off that bench. Because if, if it ain't Giannis or Middleton or how do they score? Like I can't, I can't trust Connaughton. I can't trust uh who was coming up, Bobby Portis as much. You know, Grayson Allen. Yeah, Grayson Allen. He not ready for that type of type of pressure. Like they did good last year. But um, they need to retool because NBA just keep it's getting better. Every team's getting better, so they gotta do some retooling. They gotta find some different things, get some more consistent. Like Brook Lopez, like they could use him more. They could have used him differently. I feel like, but I don't know if that's what they want to do. Even though, like, because he had an advantage in the post, like they could have just posted him up and help get some of them easy points. Because that's how Giannis was doing. He was in the lane for him. They could have changed the offense up, so I put some of that on the coaching, but they definitely need to add – they got to add some more, like, wing – some more wing help because uh, if you know, when Giannis come out the game, if Giannis and Middleton not in the game, like, who do they rely on from that at that three – two or three position to get them some good, solid points or some minutes? So, but that's that's it. That's it really, and maybe, like, another – you know, a backup point guard or have Grayson Allen play more point guard, I would do that, honestly. I think he's good I think he's good enough to be a backup point guard and like how his skill set, he'll make a good he can handle the ball like he not top, like kinda like Tyler Hero, but not as deadly offensively as Tyler Hero, you know, a competitive player as Hero. So he can do that. But it ain't it ain't much they need to do. If they'll be back next year, Giannis, you know him, he's gonna work on his game, he gonna Get a little more range on that shot. He probably get a couple of little extra moves down there, you know, on the block. Yep. And they're gonna with him, you know, they're gonna always be top three seed just with him on the team alone. So uh, they ain't got too much, ain't too much to do. They just ran into a, t- a healthier team because honestly, if Ben Walker's healthy, they probably wouldn't want because it was that's how close the matchup is. Because I think them two personally, I think them the two best teams in the NBA right now, Boston and Milwaukee, and Milwaukee just happened to be a uh, compromise with a situation yeah they just um luck of the draw right you know what i'm saying like this i feel like we were going into the playoffs saying you know this season for the most part it's been you know guys been pretty healthy so so far so good you know boys been healthy for the most part then we get to the playoffs you know the game gets a bit, bit more physical boys start getting kind of hurt here goes the hammy here here goes a, a cap there um you know so uh, that's just what it is. But uh, Milwaukee, I think I, I do. I do agree. I think they'll they'll just I think they will move. They might move a couple pieces in order to get some more wing help out there. Um, I think they hold on to Bobby Portis. I think they hold on to Lopez. And um, I feel like they go get another big. They let go of Serge Ibaka. I don't I don't I don't see him coming back with, with that. Yeah, team at all next year. I'm surprised he didn't play. I yeah. forgot he was on the team, so you just mentioned it just now. So, yeah, it's, it's surprising that they did have him as an option to get in there and do probably, you know, do a couple of minutes, do a couple of things. He still got some game left in him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's – I mean, my God. who ugh, Can you can you imagine – can you imagine of seeing Serge Ibaka versus Al Horford on the block in the year 2022? Who would have thought? <laughs> and who would have who thought those two players could have an impact in 2022? At this level, right? At like right. at this point in the season, you know what I mean? Right. And um rolling over to the Celtics there on the other side. How about Jason Tatum, man? We named we named the last pod, uh Ascension. The man keeps delivering. Uh he he keeps delivering. He's went through KD, he's went to Giannis, he's in the Eastern Conference Finals against one of the 
one of the best cultures in, in basketball, the Miami Heat. And ooh, well, how how do you think uh, this one's going to end up shaking out? Or uh, we just well, well before we get to the predictions there on that yeah. side, uh, just what do you what do you think about Jay, Jason Tatum and uh, just his his run in the in these playoffs at, at the moment? As he's averaged, he averaged thirty three uh, against against the Bucks. He just hit that point where he got that confidence, like that confidence now in his in his ability. Like he he knows he understands how good he is and like what he needs to do to like take a, like to dominate a basketball game. Like he don't just he don't wait no more, like to, you know, for the ball to get involved. Like, nah, he he's the aggressor. He like, okay, I'm the best player on the team. I'm the most talented player on the team. I'm the best player on the team. I'm the one they look for to deliver at these times, so I'm just going to be super aggressive. And I'm just going to have a mindset of no matter what, I'm going to be aggressive. And I'm going to impose my will instead of, you know, getting it imposed against me. I know I'm only 24, but I'm athletically, like, in my – probably you, know, you kind of in your peak between – athletically between, like, 24 to 28. Yeah. So he like, let me go ahead and take advantage of all this early while he's and do all this early and he just that it's just that that confidence and that uh the coach brought some, and the coach brought something out of him like when he challenged him he stepped up yeah and that's that's what he needed he needed a challenge i think brad stevens probably was too too, too soft lax. on him yeah too a little too lax on him like yeah the first couple of years you know they yeah you got to ease him in because they only he was only 19 20 21 but he's 23 24 now like this year six was year six for him or something like that, I believe. Five or six. Yeah, he I think he came in the league in oh, sixteen. Six yeah, six yeah, sixteen because we were Donovan Mitchell and him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this, so yeah, this year was six. Yeah, we need to we gotta get this thing rolling because LeBron is LeBron getting older. Giannis ain't he's not old, but he's not young. You know, he in his peak, so he part of that other class with KD and you know, Anthony Davis, like he's yeah, well, in their he, older batch. He's yeah. in the older batch. Like, Not yeah, old guys, but he's in the older batch. He's he's a little older. He's kind of like right after with like Kawhi and them. Seasoned like, veteran. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a real view kind of a veteran. So he uh he like, hey, this show this show time. You can make a mark early. You get a you know, around, get some rings early. You know, then that'll make stuff easier for you longer because now you're not pressing for oh i want to ring i want to ring you're just playing to get better at your skills you're not playing trying to press for i gotta win a ring gotta win a ring gotta win a ring you get if you can mess around and get one early that kind of take it off for you you just work on developing your skills kind of like ayana did Excellent. and then so all that pressure was off for you because you got one down so they can't say nothing about you they can't say you ain't a winner right so um he just that con- he, he didn't hit that confidence he didn't beat kd he didn't beat Giannis. he like man i done been the Copper Finals, Buku times, I didn't play LeBron multiple times in the playoffs. I didn't play Giannis multiple times. I didn't play Colt. Did they play? I don't think they played Toronto that year in the playoffs. No, they played to they, – they didn't play Toronto. They played the Toronto bubble team the year after Kawhi. Uh, the okay. year, like, Fred Van, Van Fleet was Van going Lee crazy in, in, in the bubble, like, that year. Yeah, uh, so he like, I didn't, he didn't like, I didn't play three – probably the three best players. Three championship teams. Like I didn't play Giannis, KD, and LeBron in the playoffs before. Like them, the three best players in the league for the last what ten years, yeah. and I didn't and I didn't play all of them in the playoffs. So he like it's I didn't win toe for toe, and I can do I can do exactly what they do. Yeah. So and I've learned I learned from my losses. 
Right. I done lost before, so I, I he know what it takes. It's just that, that confidence. He didn't hit that stride, and now uh, I just want to see him complete the mission, honestly. That's a I'm, fact. I'm rooting for him. To your point about Tatum being aggressive and finding, like, his his spot and just, you know, really going, going at it. Like, I saw a difference, right? Celtics ended up winning in game seven, but I noticed it in game six. He ain't passed nobody nothing. <laughs> like right. he he put up 32 shots in game in game six. Um game five, he put up 29 shots. So, but I definitely noticed it in, in game six. Uh the the one that they dropped in Milwaukee. Or no, they ended up winning that one in Milwaukee. Um, but uh regardless, it's like he has hit that other level. He's I think we talked about it last part in regards to, to the Grizzlies, though. Uh, the Grizzlies are talking about like battle scars, battle wounds. Have you been through war? It's the Celtics time. I feel like it, that's just where, where we're at with it, especially J- Jason Tatum. You know what I mean? Like going up against Braun, like your first year in the league as a rookie, like in the conference finals. Right. And that does something to somebody like you. If you don't learn from. From LeBron that early and then all the other teams that you've played. You played them twice. You played two, and you played two LeBron, two versions of LeBron too. You played a younger, a younger one when you was that first year. Then you played the older one. He was by not an older one, but the one he was by himself. When he kind of well, LeBron was at a playing a different type of ball. So you like, man, like if I want to be like, if I want to be have this type of you know career and this type of impact, this type of impact, I gotta do some. I gotta step it up. (laughs) So you didn't seen a lot. He didn't seen a lot early. And uh, dang, I had one thing. I had one more thing I want to say. I done forgot. Oh. Yeah, the aggressiveness. Cause he think he thinking too. He's shooting thirty shots a game or twenty five shots in a game. He like, um, what would be better? Would it be better for me to shoot thirty shots or would it be better for Derek White to get twelve of these thirty? You know what I'm saying? Like that's how some, that's how you got to think about it sometimes. What's the better option? Like I'm watching the game right now. He just shot a three like with twenty seconds left on the shot clock. Like yeah. right, fresh out of timeout, guarded. So he just he in that mindset. But um, yeah, just like that's. Old. When you that player, sometimes you got to be like, and you need to win a game, you're like, look, I would rather go down and meet you in 35 shots than the seventh or eighth man on the team trying to get them involved. Uh-uh. Hey, Richard. Yeah, if Mark is smart. Like, we're going to go down. We're going to go down with me putting this, getting these buckets. Quick, quick note. Um, I gotta get. A, I have to get a little bit of hate off on, on Marcus Smart. Game five was absolutely abysmal. Um, <laughs> bro, I forgot about. Oh my god! A game five was absolutely abysmal about how the Celtics. I don't know if they they just let go of the rope. Like they literally just let go. They, they let had go they had the game. The they had they had the game. And don't get me wrong, that was that was a great individual play by Drew, but it was just a bad overall read by Marcus Smart by like the baseline play, and then the after the after the press conference. It was a play for Tatum on the opposite side of the floor. Tatum was in the corner. He was supposed to come. He was supposed to hook around the arc of the three. Yeah. Uh, JB was supposed to. Well, Horford was. It was going to be a double screen. Horford at the the left wing. JB at the, the screen at the top. Tatum was supposed to come around because it was like four seconds left on the clock. And then Tatum was supposed to come around, catch, and put up the put up the shot. Mark Smart takes the ball. He tries to go baseline. Drew makes an incredible play. I can't even hate on the play that Drew made. But it was just a bad read by by Marcus Smart. I think oh. he got. I think it was prisoner of the moment. Um, then even like the whenever they got the ball back, 
he tried to draw the foul at, at the at the half court line, and that was by far the, one of the nastiest flops I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> so, um, and meanwhile, Jason Tatum is streaking wide open, wide on, open on the right side of the floor, and it's that's that's by far one of the nastiest ways I've ever seen like a team like let go of the <laughs> let go of the rope. Besides that Clipper meltdown a couple years ago in the bubble. But that's a whole different story. Um, in regards to the Celtics, though, overall, um, they look complete. They look absolutely complete. They, I think this series that they're in now against the Miami Heat, I think it's going to be an absolute rock fight. I think um, this is – I'd be surprised if we get games that are like 115 to 108. Like, I'd be surprised if we see that. I think it's going to be like real mid-2000s, 102 97 something like that somewhere up in the mix um but uh do we want to go predictions right now or you want to say, say that to the tail end uh well since we already since we in the east, we finished with the east conference so uh that's a wrap for the east yeah we might as well go predict it now because we already here all right in, in the east yep well since we're right here in the eastern conference and we're going to go predictions i got celtics in six um I don't think the Miami Heat, I don't think they have enough firepower to be able to really just get past this Celtic team. The Celtics are absolutely locked in. Um, now, Marcus Smart is missing game one due to a midfoot sprain. It's side note, it's been a lot of like midfoot injuries. Like I've been seeing that these these playoffs. So it's it's been a it's been a couple people that's been dealing with that. But um Marcus Smart is out for game one, Al Horford's out for game one due to COVID protocol. Um, but I got Celtics in six. I think it's just way too much power, firepower for the Heat. You know me. If Robert Williams healthy, I'm always going Celtics in five. That's what I'm – Celtics in five? If, if Robert Williams play every game, they win in five. He changed everything at the rim. And on pick and roll, too. Like, he can guard all that. So, he changed every – at the rim, he, he contests every shot. Perimeter, he moves his feet. He can stay. They can switch everything. And then I'm also going with the fact that at the, at the end of the day, Boston, the teams are kind of even, but at the end of the day, Boston got the, to me, they got the best player. And with the best player, you can get, you're going to get the foul calls, you're going to get to the free throw line, you're going to be able to slow the game down, control the get tempo of the game. Yeah. Uh, They shoot it well enough from, from three to to stay in a high-scoring game. They play great defense to stay in low, to make it a low-scoring game. And you know I me, mean, I don't I just don't trust Miami's individual like I don't trust Miami's ability to have a player to make a play to like to take over consistently and win games. Jimmy's good, but I I never really put him up there as somebody who's gonna just take over the game and just be able to be the You don't give up. JB the ball and say, Take me home. Yeah, I don't he's not gonna upstage somebody that to me he's not gonna upstage somebody that you would say is better than him. Not mm-hmm. not not too often. So, and and another thing is Kyle Lowry. I don't know if he's playing tonight, but he's been playing terrible. He is like out he, tonight. Okay, out. that's probably a good thing because he's been playing hor- horrible, and he really been hurting them more than helping them. That's why he's been playing hero so much. But my Miami got it. I ain't gonna lie, they got a chance. But I'm pick, even though I'm picking a four one. Like they're gonna be some close four one games. There ain't gonna be no blowout. Yeah, I, I'm, but I'm picking a four one. I think Boston just gonna. Um, Thing. I think that like we got through Giannis. That's probably the that's probably the hardest player we are gonna have to deal with. So if we got through him, we got through KD. Like 
just like we should be we can we can do this. We should be able to do this. Like I and I'm I'm just going bust. You know what I mean? I like Robert Williams. I'm going bust. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that at all. I mean Miami is uh I think they need a I think I think Jimmy Butler and, and a, a lot of we're gonna talk about like number twos and you know like the the next best guy on each team. But um Jimmy Butler is a really good number two. They need a number one, uh, in, in my opinion. They have all the other pieces around, but they need a, a legit number one. So until they get that, I think this is the heat ceiling is conference finals. Um, the bubble is the bubble like anything could have happened there. You know what I'm saying? And who knows what really like legit happened to uh, to boys down there in the bubble. But uh, yeah, I got I got. Uh, I got Celtics and six. You got Heat and uh, you got Celtics and five. If yeah. Robert Williams play every game, if he hurt, they gonna I, they'll win in six. But I got five. Straight up, straight up. And so that moves us over there, over there into the Western Conference. I ain't gonna lie to you. The um, can we talk? Let's please talk about the uh man. Yeah, but yeah, let's go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Which which one? Which one? You want? I was gonna. I wanted to say the best. I had to say say the best for last, but now nah, we got to get into this first. So that that definitely leads us to to Phoenix and Phoenix and Dallas, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and set the stage, and I'm gonna give you that ice that isolation. Um, the Mavs in the upset. The Mavs in the upset. They win in seven games over the defending Western Conference champions, the, the Phoenix Suns, they downed them. Phoenix did not show up in game seven. Um, it was a complete blowout. I believe the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns had 27 points at halftime of an NBA game. There was no shortage in the game. There was no stoppage in the game. They had 27 points. Luka Doncic. He had 27 points by himself in the first half of game seven. That spells doom for the Phoenix Suns. That is the floor. You got the ball. ISO mode, you go. I'm going to start with Dallas. I'm going to get Dallas credit. They made all the adjustments. Starting with they, love. Yeah, Jason Kidd made an incredible adjustment. He was the first coach, first, first coach in a long, long time that finally – I, th- I think he I think he watched the podcast and he listened. Definitely did. Shout I out think Jason he did. Because he was like, man, you know what? If we make Chris Paul go left, we can mm-hmm. corral him because he don't pass as good as his left hand. He never finishes with his left hand. If he go left, he's gonna shoot a he gonna shoot a contested jump shot. And I think he listened. Because that's exactly what happened. And that changed the whole pick and roll coverage. And that's who and as soon as they did that, like you saw it in game seven. Like I saw this clearly more clear in game seven. It threw off like they Phoenix whole like Offensive flow, yeah. Once he went left, it was just like, okay, um, I'm just gonna dribble and look, and I really don't know what I want to do now. And he did that like a lot early, and I was, and I, and that that threw him off. So kudos to him. But they were doing that, and they did that after uh, a couple of games. They started making Chris Paul go to the left hand, and they throw him off. Um, shoot, Dinwiddie role player stepped up. Dinwiddie stepped up big time. Hit big threes. Fifth game six and seven, like seven game seven, he had thirty points. Messed then with it. Who would have thought? Unconscious, like <laughs> unguardable in game seven. Brunson had what twenty five or twenty six in game seven too. Yeah. Uh, but that that game six, both of them, yeah, they just the role players stepped up for him, and 
Cleaver stepped up big. He was able to pull Aiden away from that basket so Luca could have him drive to the lane. Phoenix Smith knocking down jump shots, playing good on both sides of the ball. Bullock making shots, timely shots. And you know he how inconsistent he can be. But he was he stepped up and made some shots. But at the end of the day, the Mavs, like you see clearly they had the best player. Which I which I knew they had the best player, but I was like, I didn't know he was gonna be able to beat a whole team that like that. Like the way he controlled he the way he controlled the game, controlled the pace, he kinda it's like he knew going into game seven, he was like, I know He's like, I know we gonna win, or like, I know I'm gonna just dominate tonight. Yeah. He's shooting threes. He's shooting step back threes, smiling, laughing. Pointing the crowd. He getting, right. He getting them switches. He, he getting to the goal whenever he wants to. He now now he you see he got that little mid range. Uh, he got that little mid range turnaround, and he got that little mid range one legged jump shot. And when he hit net, like it's it's a wrap. You can't ain't no way to guard. You in hot water, my boy. <laughs> and if you little, no matter, no matter, he can put you in the post. If you little, if you hit size, he put you in the post. He's he's strong, like bro. Offensively, he up there. Like he can, he got, he got everything offensively. So yeah, they had the best player. And then when it comes to Phoenix, they just laid an egg, bro. Like I ain't, I, I don't know how long I've been watching basketball, but I've watched it for a long time, at least twenty, at least twenty years, where I can like remember stuff. <laughs> I've only seen two other like games. I don't only can remember like two other games that was like that bad from my personal watching. Like I remember when the Lakers lost to the uh Celtics in that in the game. Was that a game six or seven when they lost in the finals with Kobe? They lost by like thirty that game. They lost by like thirty, I think. I think that was a six. Yeah. Yeah, whatever game that was, that was one of them. Cause I watched that game. I'm like, they just gonna lose tonight. Like it was apparent at the beginning. <laughs> they was all like, they about to get whooped. Yeah. And then that LeBron Heat when they went to my when they went to San Antonio uh, and San Antonio the last game of that series San Antonio the air conditioner game no the last game of the series well San Antonio just shot them out the gym I think they won by twenty six or twenty eight was was that the one when LeBron had like the double cramps Mm-mm, that was a regular game <laughs> that was like everybody was healthy but that's the game the Spurs the Spurs were like seventeen or twenty threes that game something crazy but Shoot. I remember. I was watching that game. I was like, oh, it's it was over early. Patty Mills made like five, five good threes. I was like, yeah, this this it, it's going down. Championship Patty. Man. And then, <laughs> and then I think that was yeah, because that was the same series. Danny Green was going crazy. He uh made the most threes in NBA history. That was that series. Yeah. Uh but man, I knew from the beginning something was wrong. Cause okay, I might get to do my blame first. First of all. I'm going to blame Monty because I'm watching it from home and I can see the little stuff going on. I'm like, okay, first of all, y'all, okay, it's early. Y'all down 15 to 5. Uh, we need a timeout. I don't think he took one. Yeah. They was down like – they, kept, they kept getting down by like 12 or 13. I'm like, no, 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 no. Once we got that thing down to 6, once it got back up to like 8 or 9, before it gets back to the – I'm time, I'm timing out every time. And I'm talking, hey – Y'all playing around. Like, do y'all know this game seven? Y'all know if we lose, we can't, we don't play no more for the rest of the year, right? It's a wrap. You gotta hear about it the rest of the summer. And ain't ain't, ain't no bonus. Y'all gonna get y'all playoff bonus next round if y'all yeah. lose this round. Y'all know, y'all know that, right? Like right. y'all playing, y'all playing for something. Them checks stop. Right. Cause they came out like they weren't playing for nothing. And I'm like, bro, like, what an urgency. They had no urgency. Zero. And then 
that's from him. That's just from him. Because I'm like, okay, they ain't playing with no urgency. You need some timeouts. You need to get in somebody behind and be like, hey, I ain't about to go home because y'all want to bull drive out here. Like, that ain't what's going to happen. So I give him his blame. Number two, but this person, probably, Chris Paul, this, he probably gets the most blame out of me because I'm watching him too. I'm like, he not being aggressive at all. Either he was hurt or his feelings was hurt. Something was hurt about him, maybe, I feel like. But whatever was going on, he should have been like, I don't care how good you are. He was a net negative out there on the court. Like, he was out there. If, you, if you're not shoot, if you if you're out there, if you're not penetrating to the goal, if you're not shooting, Going right, yeah. If you're not penetrating to the goal, if you're not shooting, if you're not uh just being aggressive, like what are you out there for? You the best player. We need you to do something. And you, but he was just out there like he was just another dude, just like he was a rookie on the ten day contract. You know, just I'm here just to fill in. You know, until the, the old dude come back. But I'm like, he was he was like invisible out there. So they was pretty much playing like. Three, two on three. Well, three. I say three on five because you got Aiden and you got Booker, and then Crowder and uh, Mikael Bridges. Bridges. That that equal one person a total because they both one dimensional on offense. Yep. So I'm like y'all out there playing three on five because Chris Paul, whatever was wrong with him, he should have been like, Coach, I need to be out the game. Our coach should have been like, Hey, you gonna come sit up here because you ain't doing nothing. I would have threw campaign in there so fast when I saw him not. Yeah. Cause he wasn't doing, he wasn't doing nothing. I'm like, bro, like, do something. Like, you, Chris Paul, is supposed to be the point guard. You're supposed to be the point guard. Like, yeah, this game, this game seven. I need some energy. I need some. I would have took him, man. I would have took him out. I would have yanked him so fast without money. If he not gonna come tell me, I need to be out. I would have yanked him. Exactly. Cam, Cam, get in there. We need some energy. I, yeah, I need some energy. I need, I need some points. I need some right. some some spark plays. Something. Something, cause he ain't give you nothing. And then, uh. Dude, Cam Johnson kind of he he had one of the full time shooters. It didn't look too good this series. I hate to say yeah, it. His 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 bag ain't his bag probably ain't gonna be what his bag could have been. Right. Because because he was gonna get paid if he had another good playoff series uh, this year. Yes, so he, his, yes, his his money went down. And then number three, I'm gonna give some blame to eight too. You gotta be more uh, aggressive down there in the paint. Like you gotta demand that ball. Like come on, bro. You being guarded by Dwight Powell and Max Cleaver. No disrespect. Cook but, them. That it's no disrespect, but that's disrespectful that they should be that they letting them guard you one on one. That's the disrespect. And you and you just out there like letting it happen. I'm like, man, look, we got the best big on the we got the best big on the flow. We supposed to have, we got the best shooting guard on the flow. Uh, we supposed to got a point guard that can kind of you know match you know at least effectiveness with Luca. Uh, we should win this game, but they came out like. I, I don't blame Booker because he was at least shooting. He was trying to be aggressive, but the defense the, that they were playing on him was good, and the scheme they had for him was just, look, we going to double him off of this and off of that. Uh, he was just missing his shots, and he but he was driving to the goal. He was trying. But everybody, but Chris Paul was, and when he played bad, he affects people like Bridges and Crowder because they can't get their own shot. That's we exactly where I was going. Because we need you to do this for us. <laughs> like, I need you to just, facilitate. <laughs> yeah, you're just not out here for you. you out here for you you playing for two other people, not just yourself. So, gotcha. man, I was just so – but I saw it earlier. I was like, they got down too fast to a player that's too good. I'm yep. like, you, you can't let the – like, he was – and then it wasn't like the other players was going off and they was getting down. No, the best player going off and you going down. Like, he not going to cool off. He the best player. Like, 
Luca ain't a player that's just going, oh, I'm going to start off hot and cool off. He's not a role player. He's the dude that if I start off hot, I'm going to end with 50. Yeah. So if he's starting off hot, we need to shut this down ASAP. I'm calling timeouts. I'm blood. We, tr- we getting the ball out of his hands. We doing something different. Absolutely. But, man, I was so – when I watched it, I was like, it was ine- inevitable. It was going to happen while you was watching it. I was like, they about to get blew out because I don't know what was going on. But, man. It's hard I, to watch. It was. I'm, I was so disappointed. I was hard to disappointed. Watch. I was even though I was happy because I don't like the Suns really that much. I was happy because I want to see Luke. <laughs> I low key was rooting for Luke even though I picked the Suns. So I was happy about that. But man, it was just uh, it's just a lot of stuff. And now, uh, yeah, I guess now I'm gonna let you go in on what the Suns gonna do next. This guy, um, first of all, I, I want I want to get flowers. Um, this guy Luca, he took out the point guard. He took out. We crowned him the best two guard in the league, Devin Booker. Dismantled, right? I'm gonna call call some numbers out. And first of all, I noticed this at the back end of game game number one, and I think we talked about this at the end of game one. The Mavs found something on defense and offense at the end of game one. Because you remember how game one was pretty much a blowout with um. Yeah. Minus like the last two minutes of the game. But if you notice, Jason Kidd, he left in all of the starters to close out game one. I'm going to call off some numbers here. Luca's numbers in. Uh, I'm going to call Luca's numbers out in particular. Game one, he had 45 and 12, eight assists. Game two, 35, five and seven. Game three, 26, 13 and nine. That's whenever they started winning. Uh, game four, Go ahead. Let me just get all my numbers right. So they won three and four. He had 26, 26, 7, and 11. Uh, game five, 28, 11, and two. Game six, 33, 11, and eight. One game seven, four. 35, 10, and four. This man is, this, this dude is cooking. Like, somebody has to put a stop to this. I don't know if the answer is John Morant. <laughs> I don't know if the answer is Zion Williams. I don't know. I hope the answer is Steph Curry and Klay Thompson because I would hate to see a repeat of uh, this. This Mavs team feels a little bit like that eleven team that took out the uh, the Miami Heat. Like Dirk was just in his bag that year. Luca is a whole nother level of greatness. Um, and in regards to the Suns, Chris Paul looked so bad after Game Two. Like game, definitely game three and beyond. Whenever, especially the Mother's Day game, after whatever happened in the stands with Chris Paul's family and that, oh, I, I call myself that crazy fan, that wild fan. Chris Paul was never, never the same. Now, what what's interesting is after that game, after game seven, somebody mentioned something. I saw a couple, you know, little reports from the reporters that were at the game, and they were saying. Chris Paul was kind of limping over there on his left side. Oh, yeah, somebody, somebody asked him, what, what's, what's up with your quad? Is something wrong with your calf or your left, your left calf, your left foot, your, your left quad? He said no comment. Once again, and now this is just me, so I'm going to take it a step further. I'm assuming things. We all assume things. I could be wrong. But, hey, uh, we're here to do a show. Chris Paul might be hurt again, and I think it's just, I think it's just his luck. He's just somebody that's just habitually hurt. hurt and he just can't get past 
the the hump or the hill or you got to put this man in bubble wrap like you gotta he's gotta play like 22 25 minutes a game and if not he's just gonna get hurt somewhere along the line i hate it because chris paul is one of the one of he's one of them dudes that whenever we were growing up as like you know junior high high school like he was one of them you know what i'm saying like he was a bar for point guards for like ten. Like he from two thousand what five to two thousand sixteen. He was like the fifteen. He was like the bar for point guards. Like like Chris Paul was at the top. It was Chris Paul. It was Darren Williams, and then Rondo, and then everybody else fell underneath. You know what right. I mean? And then everybody else came later. But for him, it was it was him. He was the top. The yeah, top dog for the yeah. 2000s. And and to see, and Chris's game, it it can still translate to being an older guy, you know, being a facilitator. But to your point um, about how he's important for to get Bridges and Crowder and other guys going, I'm super disappointed in Mikael Bridges. Who was guarding him? I'll tell you who. Nobody important or no defensive stopper. <laughs> and who he was on him? Brunson sometimes? And, exactly. Uh, your teammate from uh, Villanova. Cook him sometimes and Bullock maybe cook that man cook Reggie Bullock in that one dyed dread blonde thing he got going on that one lock that's 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 dyed a certain color they lose they lose is gonna be because of his hairstyle absolutely don't know what's going on with Reggie Bullock and his his hair but shout out to his hairstyles um I'm sure I'm sure that that young lady or man is getting uh uh paid pretty well but um aside from that like um, this was upset of the playoffs. I don't think anybody had this on that bingo card. If you did, hey, I, need, I might need to know if you got this, uh, like, what's really in, in your bag going forward. If you got any tips, let me know. Shout out to FanDuel. Um, uh, also, the Suns, they have to figure some things out. You sent me, uh, you sent Chris's contract. Chris is getting paid a lot of money. A lot of money. And another point, for Chris should have gotten DeAndre Aiden the ball in the post because, I mean, he was cooking. We talked about uh, in, in the last round how he really got his – that mid-range, that post-block jumper going. Now, I will say this. We happen to have a whole lot of cap room in Chicago. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, I think the powers that be in Chicago, they should, you know, uh, make a phone call to Mr. Aiden. And you know what I'm saying? Get that man, get that man his bread. Now, you know, that doesn't happen. Hey, I understand. We got some other things that we could do. However, I mean, y'all can y'all gotta y'all gotta offer. I mean, we can do i yeah, I'll take a a, a Vucevic and Lonzo package for Aiden. I mean, hey, that's this. I, I was gonna was, I wasn't even gonna talk about Lonzo, but Lonzo is still actually recovering from that knee injury. And I heard they say it might be worse than what yeah. you know they thought. So I'm at this point, I'm thinking kind of like a bot, I and mean, this may be a botched surgery. You know what I mean? Um, I'm thinking he might have Brandon Roy knee. I know, and that yeah. that's that's my other thought too to it. But I I hope not. Let's knock on some wood for my guy. Dog. Um, but yeah, in regards to the Suns, they got a, they got some some decisions to make in regards to what they're gonna do with uh with DeAndre Aiden because they they got to pay the man. Uh, he didn't take their offer last year. He play, came back, played better this year. Um, no. Uh, and Chris Paul, you got to figure out what he's going to do. If you're Chris Paul, would you restructure your contract at 37, 38? Absolutely Heck not. No. Absolutely not. So, I mean, it's, it's you you don't have too many options there. So, if, if you're Phoenix, so 
Um, I'm super disappointed in, in, in Phoenix. I figured Coach Monty would have been able to figure something out. Um, but once again, you're going against a championship player and now uh, a Western Conference coach, uh, Western Conference finals coach in, in Jason Kidd. So he proves he can do it on, on the floor as a player. And he's, you know, doing pretty good as <laughs> as, as a head coach as well. So um, disappointed in Suns. Hopefully they figure something out. Um, Luca. Now I'm gonna just give the Mavs a little bit of love. Luca is so great that Dallas don't really. Dallas could use a, a number two option, but I don't think they absolutely need a number two option right you now. Need a, you, they need a, you need a number two. He gonna wear down. He gonna be like Harden. You gonna wear him down too soon. Yeah, yeah. That 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 could be a point, but I mean. If you notice, though, traffic stops. Everything stops whenever Luca got the rock, and he's making the, the hockey assist. So um, he's getting he's getting the right people involved. I think they'll eventually get get their number their number their number two guy eventually. When yeah, I, th- I think they'll get him, I think they're gonna get him this summer, honestly, because they used to get Luca. Man, he got that far by himself. If he got me, <laughs> quick Luke. Oh, last thing, quick Luca comparison. Got this from Harlan. I told him I was gonna shout use out. it on the sh- shout out to Harlan. I told him I was gonna use it on the show. I wasn't gonna give him no credit though. I'm all right, but because it was a good one. Shout out Harlan. What it do, bro? He said, Luca, combination of LeBron and Paul Pierce. And I was like, you know what? He is that's probably the most accurate comparison. Cause he like he plays like Paul Pierce, but he got Le- he got LeBron. He plays like LeBron, but he got Paul Pierce skills. Yeah. Like all the little turnarounds, he doing a mid lane, the step back, the step back space he get, how he finished through contact. I'm like, dang, he I'm like he I'm like that's that's exactly who he is. He's a he he plays at his own pace, but he can control a game like LeBron. I'm like, he plays exactly like if you put LeBron and Paul Pierce and took away, you know, that that, that super athleticism of LeBron, you you, you probably get you get Luka Doncic. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm using. I'm like, I told him, I said, I'm definitely using that on the pod. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the only the only thing that I would just sprinkle in with that is footwork is just better. You know what I mean? But Paul, but Paul footwork was nasty too, though. Paul footwork, Paul footwork was good. But what I, what I do see in that Paul Pierce comparison is just like how Paul played like slow, but it was like super effective. So I right. definitely he, do see he, that. Yeah. Right. I and like he's super him. skilled, super yeah. skilled. I hated watching Paul Pierce play, but he's super skilled. Oh, I, 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 I used to love the Lakers. I used to love watching the Lakers and Kobe, but, man, every time they played Paul Pierce, I feel like he just had the greatest game in his life every single time. I'm like, bro, this dude make every big – like, this dude, gonna, he scored every single time he touched the ball, it felt like. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I do like that, though. I do like that, though. Uh, because, I mean, he's he's dominating He's dominating the game in almost every asset. You heard the stats I just called out. He's right. dominating the game in every asset, in every phase of the game, like he is, bro. Um, there was a certain point the Suns tried to, like, pick Luka out and just go at him. And then he funneled the defender to, the, to his help side defense. I was like, this dude here, bro, like. Somebody's got to stop this man. <laughs> like eventually, hey, they better hurry up because he and he only tw- twenty three. He younger than Tatum. Yeah, yeah. And low key, he might and he might be the best player in the NBA. We don't know. Everybody, all of these boys, something different. This this next wave, I'm telling you, this next wave here is going to take the NBA to a whole nother level. And like, Crazy. you can see, it's Ja, it's Luca, it's Jason Tatum. Like them three by themselves can carry Gian, the Gian, league. Giannis. Giannis, Giannis is, is still young. Yeah, Giannis is still young. Like 
Oh, don't make it forget the, the, the guy who don't even play, but he averaged 27 when he played Zion. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't even want to throw him in the mix, but hey, do, I'm throwing do, him in there. Yeah, I mean, he, he at like what he averaged 27 and 27 and 8. 27 to 8 in limited minutes, right? Like 22 minutes a game? Yeah, probably yeah, probably no more than like 30 minutes a game. Freak athlete. So those four guys really just by themselves, Tatum, Luca, Zion, and Ja, take the game to a whole nother level. Take the taping game to a whole entire other level. Plus, you still got guys that we still love that we haven't seen. Kawhi, right. Kawhi Leonard right. still missing. You right, he come mean? back healthy. He's still a top five player. Top five players. So, I mean, the league is in good hands. You know how I feel about uh, Ant-Man up in uh, Minnesota. Right, him too. And and he only going to get taller and better. Like, he's just a, a super – man, he going to be straight. Like, the league is going to be straight. We right. talked about that last summer, but I think it's it's even to more of a point of we it need, now. That's a, we going to do a – that's a, that's another, that's an episode right there. The league going to be straight. We going to do – when we do our little rankings of players, but that's going to be it. The league going to be straight. Yeah, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the, the summer show after the finals. So yeah, yeah, gonna be def, def, yeah, we got well, to put, no, put a feather in put, that one. That's when LeBron when LeBron retire, we post do, LeBron. I'm gonna give him his little ceremony, but then the the that's gonna be the first part. The league gonna be straight. Yeah, <laughs> straight for real though. And so the other matchup over there in the Western Conference that we had is the exciting. Speaking of John Morant, uh, the exciting Memphis Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. Um, it's unfortunate because the jaw ended up getting hurt. Well, first of all, I'll say this before we get into who got hurt and the chippiness and everything. I loved how physical this series was. Like, I absolutely loved it. Like, I loved everything about it. I loved how uh, it was the controversy. I think that was game. It was so early in the series. I think it was game one whenever Draymond, like, oh, uh, and the Clark thing, like the ejection and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um and then the Dylan Brooks, like, slapping on the court. head. Yeah, GP2, and then GP ended up, like, fracturing his elbow, which is – I hate that, man. Like, that's – and then it's, it's such like, – in, in regards to GP's injury, whenever he went down, it's just so natural for you to put your hands out and put your wrist out to break your fall. But right, can't do that. Can't do that. You know what I mean? So you got you to gotta try and turn your fall one way or another. But – in regards to this series, I absolutely, I absolutely loved how chippy and physical this series was. I hate that John Morant ended up getting hurt. Did you see the play on uh, that where John and, and Poole was? The, yeah, I saw it. What, what, what you thought about it? What you thought it, about the play, bro? Because that, no, that changed the whole series. Bro, it was, it was, it was nothing. It was, it was, it wasn't nothing. But it, he didn't do nothing. If that makes sense, because he got. If if anybody was watching the game, the watch, I watched the whole game. The play where he got hurt was when uh, I saw it. I think it was the third quarter. Clay shot that three, and he ran out on him, and his knee uh, hit Clay thigh, or hit Clay in the leg. That's that's when he hurt that knee. That because I saw it. Because once he did it, I saw him like move his leg, and he started hopping on the sideline. I was like, uh oh, that's yep. bad. But then I stopped. But then I stopped watching because I think they got down or whatever. Then when I went back and I saw the replay of the play, I was like. That's the same knee that he hit with him with. I'm like that little grab or whatever you want to call it, touch or whatever. That ain't go bro- bruise bone, bone bruise. Yeah, Come that's on not now. Bru- bruise that's your not. Knee. I'm like if Jordan Poole that strong, he needs to be uh training. 
for the he, summer for the Iron Man, whatever they call it, the world's strongest man. If or he that go get in the octagon. Like, yeah, if he that strong to bruise your knee by touching it. So uh yeah, I ain't think nothing was wrong with that play because he heard it earlier. That's when he initially heard it. It just aggravated when he got hit right there, it just aggravated. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And then the Warriors ended up taking this series uh against the Memphis Grizzlies in six. Uh it was super it was super chippy, super physical. Uh Draymond was ejected in game one. Uh bad call. Super bad call. I absolutely hated it. And I and I uh, before we just dive completely into the series, I hate I absolutely despise. Absolutely despise the double technical. And I despise how the league or the officials are trying to determine what's like flagrant two or flagrant one like there needs Bro. to be a, a little bit more clarity on what's really what now you smack a guy in the face and he's bleeding from the eye or something like that a nose whatever the case may be cool flagrant two get him out of here unless it's like a natural basketball motion like um prime example in the Celtics series Celtics and uh buck series al horford went up and i that was the game Al Horford went crazy. That might have been game yeah. four or five. Or five, I think, or five or six. And he was- dunked, and then he was coming down from the dunk, and he ended up like the natural yeah. motion. His left hit Giannis in the face, and they called that a flagrant. That's not flagrant. That's a natural motion. He's coming down from a dunk, a two-hand dunk. Like <laughs> we, there has to be something has to be done about that. But Bro, they had so many reviews for this, especially in the Celtics series. I mean, in that Celtics Bucks series, they had so many reviews for flagrant one. I'm like, bro, y'all doing? Come on now, bro. Like, even in the y'all Suns, doing too much. Even in the in the Suns and um, the Suns and the Map series, it was. I think that's another to your point about the 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 style of play just being like so choppy and so all over the place. I think that has to has a lot to do with it too. The rest were, seemed like they reviewed everything. Now it's a, it was a whole bunch of acting in that series too. Let's let's, let's, let's keep it. Oh up. yeah, we we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna get on that. That was, bro. Oh, give yeah, these, give these people Emmy. <laughs> bro, yeah, that's <laughs> these guys <good>. great. <laughs> right. I ain't never seen there. I ain't <laughs> never seen so many head throws and so many <laughs> screams and flails ever in my life in the series. So the league definitely has to get a handle on what is uh, flagrant one, flagrant two. They have to eliminate the double technical unless it's a legit reason to give a double technical. Right. I feel like the, the refs just call double technicals just to uh, just to end the situation. Be like, yeah, both of y'all wrong. It's like, no, <laughs> right, somebody right. started it. <laughs> right. like, Riff, he slapped me. I just turned around and looked at him. He right. slapped me. you seen it. Yeah, most definitely. So. Warriors ended up closing out the Grizzlies in games in uh, six games. The legend of Clay, Clay had an absolutely ter- terrible uh, series until Game Six. Um, Clay came out there in Game Six, and Clay Thompson delivered you thirty points, eight rebounds, two assists, forty-two minutes of game time. Uh, every other game this series, uh, and we're working in reverse order. So from Game Six, uh, Game Five, he had nineteen four. He had 14 games, two. He had 21. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it was just all bad. Like, this was by far Clay's best performance. And it looks like, I'm not sure if, what it is about Clay Thompson in game six, but leave that man alone. Right. <laughs> you leave that man alone. You know what I'm saying? So um, the Warriors are kind of thin as well. Um, I don't like Otto Porter, but it's a body that they they are missing for the uh, for the conference finals. 
Um, I don't like Iggy. He's an older guy. I don't think he does much at all anymore, but he's a body that they're missing. And we already just discussed what happened to uh, GP2. So the Warriors are kind of thin uh, at the moment as Iggy, he has a neck injury and auto. I think he, I think he has that, that foot sprain, that, that mid foot sprain that uh, I was speaking about earlier. So uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was a little auto for the slander. I mean, they ain't gonna really need him much this series anyway. Agreed. So, so they did. So I don't mind him being gone. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of it, so where do you think? Um, let's just kind of uh, touch on Memphis here first because we talked about it in in, in the pre-show. Uh, what is Memphis's uh, future? Because they're not they're they're a smaller market. They cannot pay Ja, Triple J, Dylan Brooks, and Bane. You can't pay all four of them. Like you just can't. So, uh, what do you think Memphis' future is? And uh, where do you, where do you think they go from here? Because I think after this, after what they just went through now, I think they're 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 war ready. I think they're war ready for for long runs. But they got to figure something out with that core. So what you think? I think first we figure out like what type of style is best. What type of what's the best play style to fit Ja? Like like does he like do we need? Does he need is somebody that needs shooters around him? Is he somebody that needs the scores around him? Is he somebody that needs defenders around him? I think you first of all you figure that out and then figure out what the coach, you know, figure out how the coach gonna implement that into the game plan. Like what's what's the best for him? What what would get the best out of him as far as personnel wise? And then after that, that's when you start making your decisions on who you try to get, who you try to resign. Uh I'm think but personally, I'm thinking I don't know if they second and third guys are good enough to have Jai be the number one and then help him win the championship. So I I think they best option at this moment would be to look to trade a couple of oh my goodness, Tatum going crazy. It's to be it's to trade it's to trade a couple of those pieces and probably try to get one bigger piece. So could like would you wanna like I think Jai's best thing is he likes to, he really likes to pass. He really don't want to be the guy scoring 30, 28 points a game. He would rather score he'll score twenty, but he wanna get closer to nine, ten assists a game. Yeah. He he want he wanna be more of a twenty and ten guy, not no twenty eight and five guy. So I would look for um shooters and just people who can score around them. And it's like so I would so you was talking we were talking earlier and you said you brought up somebody like Bradley Bill would probably be perfect fit for him. Bill, uh would they even entertain somebody like uh, who knows? Somebody like well Kyrie would play no wouldn't help on defense, but somebody like Kyrie would they entertain it? Would they try to look at would, 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 would they trade for Middleton or Drew Holiday? Right, somebody like Middleton, would they would they think about one day, you know, maybe what if we what could we do at AD? Could we, you know, trade some pieces and pair them up with Jackson on the inside? Could we mess around and get something like that? Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, a young whatever young guards or stars like who would best fit what we need Ja to do? Would that be a place for somebody like Cam Johnson to get a couple extra dollars and then they trade some of those players and get you know? Back other pieces other pieces yeah so they got they got options what's good that's the good thing they got options because they all those players are, a lot of the players are still on those small deals so before they get that big bread let's get off of them before they before they get that big bread and then we'd be stuck with these big contracts that's probably kind of hard to move because 
Like, because what if Desmond Bain, we have to give him $18 million? Like, is he really an $18 million a year player or a $20 million a year player? Is Brooks, is he worth $22 million, $23 million a year? Like, Dylan Brooks, really? Like, when you look in the, in the big picture? So, um, yeah, they they in a good position, though, because they're they still young. So, then maybe they're running back next year. I, they probably try just running back next year, the same team, you know, and see how far that gets them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just develop Jai as much as you can, and then you'll be able to see okay what pieces go around him. So for Memphis, I, they they good. Coach coach is good. He 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 comes in and changed the whole culture. It seemed like so. Uh, yeah, Memphis Memphis they good. They good. They're gonna be a team to beat for the next couple of years. Absolutely, and on top of it too. Um, one quick one quick thing about Jai. Do you think it would benefit him to change some of his game as far as attacking the rim? Because when him having to sit down and miss the the rest of the series in, in the playoffs, that was his third time sitting down because of that same knee this season. Me and Gabe, shout out to Gabe. Me and Gabe, we had a conversation about this a couple of years ago. And you and me, we might have talked about this as well. But going – these the younger dudes they play so much basketball like they play basketball like they have more outlets to play basketball more than what we had you know what i'm saying like they just have more options so their their knees and their ankles and things of that nature is just kind of you 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 put it up to sheer luck uh you don't want to be derrick rose you don't want to don't want to be brandon rory uh you know what i mean like you don't want to be these guys with just bad knees that just you don't want to be greg oak you know what i'm saying like you just don't want to be uh, those type of people. So uh, do you think it would just be best if Jack kind of uh, did something to kind of improve his body or just kind of uh, preserve his body a, a bit more? Because, I mean, he's he's young. He's young and he's already got knee issues. Definitely got to hit that weight room. He got to get stronger because he'd be getting bumped off his fight like too much. Well, he be getting, he'll get bumped out the uh, air. And, like, when he be doing this gather, he gets bumped real easy and he flies. <laughs> Like he get like that when that contact hit him, he be flying. So he got to put some more weight on. But I will also just like not don't change his game, but add stuff to it. So like when he drives, like he don't have to go get to the goal to finish all the time. He needs to, yeah, you see that, huh? He needs to. He needs to crazy. He needs to develop some. He needs to develop some floaters, some mid range jump shots, like. Just because you always his best thing is attacking, so I need him attacking. I always I want him attacking, but I want him attacking to where he's not always try, gotta. Oh, I, for me to finish this, I gotta get to the goal and get take this contact and get the layup. No, I can get into the lane and I can make this floater. I can make this little jump shot, like all that. Because if you get to the goal and do that, if you still can get in the lane, like all that other stuff is still open for you. Like you can still, as long as you can to that paint, you can still kick it to shooters. You can still. Um, hit cutters or slashes or whatever you want to do, but you don't have to go in there and take that contact at the rim on your finishes. You can get some, you can get you some floaters, you get you some Euro stiffs, you get you some, uh, and moves. And, and, yeah, little mid-range jump shot, cause little mid-range jump shot, cause he, cause I saw it in the playoffs. He kind of wanted to mention like he'll drive and then he'll do that. He'll drive and go hard left or he'll go and then try to do a spin move. And that spin move is kind of, 
it's kind of weak right now. <laughs> need, need some work, my boy. Need yeah, some work. Been, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's been it's been moved. It need work, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Nah, don't change this game. Just add stuff to it. Be like, hey, you don't need to get to the goal and dunk on people every single time. Like, or try to finish through people. Like, get to there, and if you see this opening, if you got this floater, you don't have to worry about taking that extra them extra hits and hitting that flow because that 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 takes a toll on you. So yeah, put I just put on some put on some weight and improve those things first and then later, you know, that's when you try to extend his range on his jump shot and all that. But those those are the things I think would be the best, the more easier things to correct correct or to improve his game. Those would be the easy, the simplest things that he can do, in my opinion. Yeah, he puts on some weight and he just gets a little bit more. Uh, Watch some Tony have, Parker. Watch some your, Tony Parker. Have Watch, your options. Yeah. Like, like get your options. You know what I'm saying? Because every time you go to the rim, it's always you don't always necessarily have to just like you say you don't have to finish over uh, somebody six ten, six eleven, seven foot. Like you don't have to do that. Like dish it to Stephen Adams. Dish it to Clark. Dish it to Bain. You know what I'm saying? In the corner. Um, Triple J, I don't know what's up with Triple J. Like he gets rebounds and then he just like floats out to the to the three point line. I don't understand that. I but. think I, I depending on what they do with him, how they develop him, I think he's gonna be on that trade block soon. Because to me, it looked like they just he just uh, yeah, his natural thing to do is float to the three point line to shoot threes. He just want to be stretch float. I'm like, um, you six ten, sir. Get your behind where you supposed to be. Two feet in the paint, my boy. Right. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm off so. Triple J. Yeah, so um, that pretty much – well, that wraps up uh, that series breakdown. And one, oh, one last thing uh, before we get get up off of this. If you're the Sacramento Kings, do you reconsider uh, that, that deal you just gave Mike Brown? No, because who else would want to even coach your team? Like, cause, cause I'm thinking, I'm like, if Mike Brown was your best option for a young, a young upstart team. You didn't have many options. <laughs> oh, I'm many good there, options. My God, I'm sitting there watching Game Five, and Mike Brown just looks like he's lost. Like, like I'm like, bro, I'm like, I'm like, call I'm like, I'm like, you do know the team's supposed to run the exact same plays with the coach before, like with the head coach, and when you hit, like, it's like he game that I don't know if it's through the, the entire playbook out. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I mean, that's what it seemed like, even though we might be 100% wrong. But that's just what it seemed like because I was like, I'm like, um, they shouldn't be this off course that you run this. You're going to run the same exact plays. You, you run the same exact sets when you got another coach. Like, a coach being gone should not make your team go look like that because I'm like, Luke, when they had Luke Walton, they did not look like that at all. I'm like, you got the same stuff. So I was like, man, this is that was just a crazy that was a crazy game too. <laughs> I was I, I turned that game out so fast. I was yeah. like, I'm not about to sit myself through this. The the uh the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, if you did not see game five, the Grizzlies were up uh in the first quarter, right? They were up, they were up big, let's just call it 15 points, 15 plus points. They were up 50 and then in the third quarter. Then then the, before before we get to the 50 piece in the third. The Warriors actually cut it to like three point. It was like it was like a three point game, and at the end of the first quarter or second quarter, something like that. Then once again, this is the phrase of the day: the Warriors just let go of the rope. And Mike Brown did not call timeout. Jordan Poole literally had like four straight turnovers or five straight turnovers. Mike Brown did not call no kind of timeout. Uh, it was just 
it looked like junior high basketball, like where one team is really, really good. The other team really, really sucks. Like, it's like, these guys stink. Like, you would have never thought that this was, uh, that this was the Golden State Warriors. Like, never in a thousand years would you have thought that would have been it. But hey, if it was me, if I was was the Sacramento Kings, I want to try to do something else because my goodness, my goodness, that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch. That was terrible. Yeah, and so and then that was especially funny seeing Draymond. Uh, that actually might be the cover art. Uh, Draymond, Draymond. Oh, uh, uh, with the towel. The, yeah, <laughs> the, the with that trick. So that actually might be the cover art. But um, predictions here for the Western Conference Finals: uh, Warriors versus Mavs. What do you think? Dallas versus the Bay Area, San Francisco. Hmm. Steph has been playing terrible. Ever since he's gotten that record, he's been kind of. Yeah. yeah, ever since he, but even before then, when he was, well, ever since he was stressing to get that record, pressing to get that record, he's been terrible yeah. shooting, shooting the ball. Uh, so, uh, he's been playing terrible. Clay play had a good one, good game. Jordan Poole has been there. I don't, he's just been so, he's been their savior, savior on the basketball court because he didn't have so many 30 point games. Like, he's just a, a different animal now. Uh, I got to go. With all that being said, I got the Mavericks. Oh boy, <laughs> got the Mavericks going down in six. I got Warriors four two. I think Luca gonna get two. Uh, I just think Golden State, that they that shooting like I don't think Dallas is gonna be able to guard that three point line like not with all that motion. Like like nah, that it's gonna be too much moving, too much running. Luca's gonna get multiple bodies through at him, but unless he gets a switch, but he's gonna have of course Wiggins gonna be on him, Kamiga gonna be on him, Draymond gonna take him some time. Uh so he gonna have a they gonna they're gonna get physical with him. I yeah, don't they, think they're they gonna bodies. I don't, yeah, they're gonna be physical. I think they, they see that you gotta be physical with him. And I just think that they're gonna finally hit their little stride, at least in this series. I think Steph gonna get back to being Steph from the like the aggressive efficient stuff that we used to see because he's shooting 80% from the free throw line. I'm like, whoa. Hey, he's missing a lot of free throws. A so, lot of free yeah. throws. He's starting to look human. You yeah. know what I mean? But this so, season, he's definitely looked looked human. Um, yeah, I got so, work. That's what I got. I got Warriors in seven. I think... Uh, seven? Whoa. Yeah, I got Warriors in seven. I, I think I think Luca carries over this momentum. Over in Luca and the Mavs, they carry over this momentum for, for, quite, for quite some time. But at the end of the day, this is an offense like the Mavs have not seen at all this this postseason. They went, they played Utah. You know how I feel about Utah. Uh, and they went, they just went through a Suns team that needs Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the engine that makes that Suns team go. And Chris Paul definitely was not himself. Um, a lot, a lot of that motion that you're talking about. Draymond gets a lot of things going. Steph gets a lot of things going. Clay is, you know, he had a good game. Hopefully this carries over into this round of the playoffs. I got Warriors in seven. I think the Mavs just end up end up running on the gas. They're, they're not in our war ready just yet. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, but I just thought about this. Luca. he the new LeBron. He breaking teams up. Utah about to break up. Uh, the sun's about to break up. 
if he be Golden State, they, they might they might break up. He is, yeah, he he. LeBron broke up all them super teams in the East. Uh, I think, I think yeah, Luca is the new the new Terminator. He breaking everything yeah. up. Yeah, Luca is uh, the Terminator, and and either you you get down or you join. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really one of those. It's like you give up the info or you walk the plank. <laughs> you know what I'm he, saying? He about like, that. He about that. Everybody going to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, is I mean, un- unless Jai and Zion get get healthy, it it, it just might be his conference uh, right. for for the next ten years, unless the Celtics sweep in and give him that bag. Um, that would be the only team I, I was I was seeing votes. Mark Cuban, it ain't a chick. Mark Cuban wouldn't write the right. <laughs> exactly. Mark, Mark I Cuban. guarantee you, it ain't no amount. You ask him what else, ain't no amount he wouldn't write to keep him. I think even if it took Mark Cuban to borrow money from Jerry Jones, he would do it. <laughs> like, not saying that Mark Cuban needs to borrow any kind of money from nobody, but but if he had to, I'm guaranteed he know who to call. Thanks, <laughs> ain't no Luca, not ain't no way he if he leave, it's never gonna be because of money. Yeah, it's got to be because of something else. You're yeah. absolutely right. I think ultimately, ultimately, we end up getting a, a matchup that I've kind of been wanting to see um, for the last couple of years. I think we, I think we get Warriors and Celtics in the finals. Um, and I would have loved to see the uh, the year the Warriors played the Raptors in the finals. I would have loved to see that Celtics team against that Warriors team. Um, well, well, that Celtics team that they have was that the year with who they had on that team that year? That wasn't the Kyrie year, was it? That was the Kyrie year. Oh Lord, mm-hmm. I would have oh, loved to see not, that. Okay, well, yeah, not to think about it. Yeah, that would have been. I would have loved to see it that year. That was nineteen. So, yeah. um, I, I definitely would would have loved to see it. But, um, I think that's the matchup that we ultimately get this year is Warriors and Celtics. Um, who knows? We'll see. We'll watch it all unfold. Currently, uh, the Heat and the Celtics, they are at halftime. Uh, it is 62-54. Jason Tatum currently has uh, 21 points at halftime. And uh, only one person, well, two people on the Miami Heat are above uh, double digits. Jimmy Butler has 14. Tyler Hero has 15 off of the bench. So uh, tomorrow uh, we got uh, the first game of the Western Conference, uh, Warriors and Mavs. And so we'll see how all that shakes out and determines. Um, just a couple more notes here before we get up out of here. Draft lottery. You want to talk about it real quick? Yeah, we can. Who got the number one pick? The Magic? Magic have the number one pick. It is their first time with the number one pick since uh, picking up Dwight Howard uh, in that draft. So um, that's, that's the Mavs. The Pelicans ended up with the number eight eight pick Houston Rockets with the number three. Um, I think the Rockets actually have a good chance. They may actually be able to pick up a, a pretty good, pretty good uh, prospect. Right. Those, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm the person who I think game translate the best is Jabari Smith from Auburn. Cause his shooting, like you can always, you can always shoot if you open, you can always yeah. shoot. Payola got the best buy. He's the best. He's probably the safest pick because of his size and his skill set. So he's gonna always be he's six what he's six nine, six ten, two forty, two fifty. Like it's a it's a place for you in the league. Yeah, it's a place. Physicality ain't gonna be a problem for you. And then you can strip out and shoot it and you can get your own shot, you can put it on the floor. So 
he gonna always be able to play. But and Chet, the other one that they everybody talking about, he's a he's a wild card. He's a wild card. I think his ceiling is Porzingis, but I think his floor is like a Sean Bradley. So uh, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> so that's a probably even yeah. So that's a yeah. So that's a you. I feel like you taking a you taking a big risk with him. A high risk, high reward though. You know, dice. That's yeah. dice if you're in the gambling. Him, I will say the other players I'm interested in is the dude, the point guard from Purdue, Ivory, Ivy. My bad, not Ivory. Ivy. He's he's interesting to me. I think he's gonna be real good in the league. I saw him. I saw him play a couple games, and I like I like what he can do, I like his skill set. And then the uh, the most interesting person in this draft that nobody knows about is Sharp from Kentucky. He didn't play no games at Kentucky, but they got him as a top five, like, Four. best players. He's in the top. They got him in the top five as one of the best players available. So I want to I see what he looked like in, like, all the drills and the scrimmages, see what his shot looked like, see what his playmaking looked like. Because if you that high and you and nobody seen you play, remember, Kyrie played, at least Kyrie played, what, 10 games while he was in college and was a, a number one pick. This dude ain't played none. And they talking about him being a top five pick. So, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to see him. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, one of those players I just named can uh do something so they can drop to Portland and we have help with Dane. Thanks. And New Orleans, and New Orleans too. I want them to get somebody good. Yeah, and the Lakers. I want to see them be good. One time for one time for New Orleans. Hopefully, they get a good prospect and they can uh just build on to what they what they have. And hopefully we get Zion in the in the mix next year too. So, um, uh, two more things I just want to just point out here. Uh, these are reports from uh, Shams. It seems like Shams has all the news before Woj. Now, he seems to, to be the guy. Uh, the NBA is considering and discussing a new competitive event after the success of the play-in tournament. Uh, they're looking at into adding this in the 2023 and 24 season. Now, what that exactly would determine or how that would shake out still kind of being reviewed but if you having like an in-season tournament what do you do do you just like you give the the guys like two weeks off like you give them the playing tournament then all-star break right like the tournament is the tournament like in like is it conference versus like is it like the eastern conference tournament and the western conference tournament or is it like a inner conference like you know where you East versus West, like what the? They're, they're still the, all breaking breaking all that down. Yeah, so I don't know. I yeah. don't know. If, they'll find something, and they'll yeah get somebody. They got some smart people working on. It. They'll get something together, something together. And then one last thing, and this is something that I am, I'm I'm for it. I agree with it. They should implement it now. Um, the NBA is eyeing a take foul change. So uh, the league is discussing rule that would award offensive team one free throw and possession on a take foul. So in a sense of a uh, clear path foul. Um, so if, if somebody has, you know, the, some of the balls poked loose and, you know what I'm saying? Your team ha- has the offensive advantage um, instead of the defensive guy, just taking the foul and, you know what I'm saying? Your team take the ball off on the side or whatever the case may be, your team will now get a free throw. You get the ball. Let's keep, let's keep on hooping. So um that's something that i'm for i think that they should implement this now or or at least to start the finals um but it is what it is so to be determined but i'm th- but i'm thinking about that now 
you know they're gonna have to play a, a guessing a guessing game like was this really a take foul because say for instance somebody like okay i turn it over and then i act like i quasi you know stay in front of my guy do some moves a little quick but I, then i foul him like is that considered a take foul or would this oh. be like a a regular foul like it's gonna be some stuff because like if i turn it over and then they if I turn it over and then I like kind of cut them off, kind of, but not really. But then I'd be like moving my hands, like oh, I'm, I'm guarding them, but I'm really not because I'm really just trying to file. And I just reach in and file. Like, what's going to be the, you know, that's going to be the little line they're going to have to draw. Like, who, how do you determine what was a take file now? Yeah. But I mean, I want it. I want it, but I just know, just know it's going to bring some, a whole bunch of extra questions on stuff, on certain calls. Agreed. So um they, you know they you know they're gonna put in some kind of language in there to to make it to make the to blur the lines or make it gray or whatever the case may be. And this is just one one thing because you know how like my mind just works, it's just be crazy. Um the aliens pull up on planet Earth. Who is your starting five that you pick? They want us to, like in the league right now, they want us to hoop. Yeah. Like like okay, like we playing the NBA game or we playing street ball? NBA. Okay, I gotta take. I got. I only get five. Five. We can go seven. We can go oh, seven. I'm, pick nah, your pick your best seven. I, nah, nah, people. I do five. I ain't got. I'm taking an a NBA game. So this got to be a, like a team. Am I am I taking this to five best people or a team? Uh, five, your five. Your five. That's gonna one game okay. to save the planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Okay. I do it. Current players. Giannis with LeBron and Durant gotta be gotta be out there. So to compliment them, I would have to do Dang it. you gotta you got you got a lot right there with just those three, but you know they they could use some help. I'm gonna do Kawhi because he can guard some people on that perimeter too, and I'm gonna go with Steph just because that lane gonna be open for Bron. Bron, even though I want to take Luca so bad, but I need that Steph guaranteed knockdown three point shot so that lane could be open for Giannis and Lebron to just dunk. See, I was gonna swap out. Uh, I was actually gonna swap out Kawhi for Luca. But that is my exact five. Like <laughs> that is my exact five. I was just gonna, I was gonna swap Kawhi for Luca. You know what yeah. I mean? Steph, Luca, uh, KD, Giannis, Bron. Cause Giannis can be my five. Absolutely, absolutely. And, Le- and LeBron and KD, they'll get some rebounds in there somehow. So yeah, I think that's. I think if I had to go with a five, that I think can be any five. That now the Steph, the Steph thing questionable though, because I think I could switch him for Luca easily because. Not easily, but I, I can see me. I can make an argument to switch Luca. Oh my God, Grant Williams kicked the face. But even, um, I'm gonna go with that five. Oh man, he just got kicked in the face. Then he got kicked in the face and a foul on him. Right, That's hard. That's that's hard though. <laughs> that's hard though. But yeah, um, I mean, even if you even if you do decide to swap anything out, I mean, hey. Who's gonna stop Zion Williams? 
You know what I'm saying? Zion Williamson down there. I mean, it's no telling what that man's gonna do. No right. telling what that man's gonna do. So right. Um, but um that's it. That concludes this episode of the conference recap. Uh well, the the second round recap and conference preview, if you will. I want to thank everybody that's tuned into the show. Uh, everybody that's tuned in, you are guaranteed the best humans on this planet. And I thank you so much for tuning in. Share it with a friend, family member, coworker, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen or watch. Um, and so until next time, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. Peace.